Should he stay or should he go? That's what we're talking about on this episode of Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I am your host, Mark Culkin, and I want to thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you like to download your podcast, we are free. And I want to thank everybody for uh, coming along for the ride. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you haven't done so already and you're watching on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button. It would mean a whole heck of a lot. And to those of you who already have, thank you very, very much very much. And you can always follow me on Twitter at Mark Culkin, M-A-R-C-K-U-L-K-I-N. All right. This episode of Locked On USC is brought to you by Sling TV. Don't miss this week's matchup between USC and Cal State Long Beach. Men's Hoops, Galen Center, Wednesday, 8 p.m. tip-off. If you're not at Galen Center, the only way you're going to be able to watch this is on the Pac-12 network. And guess what? Sling TV offers the Pac-12 network. So Sling TV, the TV you love for a price you love, try it today. Should he stay or should he go? It's not the song from The Clash. Although the player's indecision, it's not bugging me. might be bugging a few of them. So... We're going to talk about which players are eligible to return to USC as well as are eligible for the NFL draft. Who should stay? Who should go? Why? We're going to talk about it. And I'm not going to talk about every player, just the ones uh, that I think uh, could have an impact with another year. Uh, you know, mix in a little uh, NIL, a little compensation um, that would make it a it would be in their best interest to return to USC than becoming a lower round draft pick and, and, you know, getting non-guaranteed money, I guess is the best way of putting it. So first segment here, we're going to start on offense. And one name that's starting to kind of surface, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but uh, kind of put this bird bird in my ear today. At some point, by the way, this is the fourth time I'm attempting this episode tonight. So if I'm a little cranky, you know why it's a, it's late in the evening, early morning. Anywho, Jordan Addison, he was only a junior came to USC as a bullet in the cough winner, wanted to put himself on a bigger stage, LA, bigger market than Pittsburgh playing with Caleb Williams potential Heisman winner who obviously became the Heisman winner. Why wouldn't Jordan Addison come back for another year? Well, obviously he's showing up as a uh, first round in the mock. He's showing up as a first round draft pick on the mock mock list that are out there. So that's the number one reason why he wouldn't come back to USC. You know, Maybe he wants to uh, prove win a championship. Maybe that's something he wants to get on, get off of his bucket list. You're going to have to pay him. 
you know, he's going to need a, you're going to need to enhance his existing NIL package for him to come back. If you're a first round draft choice, you go. You, you know, that's your, that's your career. You have a short shelf life in the NFL. You know, you can get hurt in college. Jordan can attest to that. It happened this year. So if you are a first round draft pick, get the hell out, go to, Go get paid, become a professional. Um, what about Austin Jones? I haven't seen him on any draft boards, and I'm not a huge NFL draft guy. If you've seen him on some mock drafts out there, where's he at? Give me some feedback uh, on the YouTube channel. Send me on, talk to me on Twitter. If anything, I think. Austin would be more of a free agent signee, which, you know, put allow, allows him to pick the best situation out there. Um, but if I'm USC, NIL, those people, you know, I'm making Austin a, an offer he can't refuse. You know, come back for another year. Be the guy, you know, that Travis Dye was. You showed, and you showed you can be as well. So, you know, give him a nice NIL compensation package, box of cannolis, make him an offer he can't refuse. If you're old enough, you get the reference. Here's a name. I'm going to throw this name out there. Red Shirt Jr., Kyle Ford. The reason why I'm throwing his name out there, we, if you followed his career, he's already dealt with a couple of ACL injuries. And we know the NFL means not for long. And as I mentioned, if you have a very short shelf life. If Kyle was to come back to USC, and I want him to come back, and I think he's coming back, how much more is he going to improve his speed? Is he going to get bigger, stronger? Does he need to get bigger or stronger? You look at Kyle, he is like, Adonis, prototypical. I mean, car, minimal body fat, if any. I mean, chiseled. So, you know, obviously you come back, you work with Coach Simmons, Coach Heward, you work on the technical aspects, you know, your route running, your work on your hands, um, the, the type of stuff that, sep that, that separates the non-athlete from the athlete. Um, Kyle Ford is a hell of an athlete. You make you make yourself a little bit more technically sound. Now you move yourself up in the draft because I don't know where you would be if you were to come out. And that's why I don't think he is. That's why I think you don't go. So um, what about Justin Dietrich, Big Daddy? Look, in, in Justin's case, um, you reward him for what he did in 2022. You make him an offer. You give him a good six-figure deal, NIL package deal. Um, Justin is projected to play center at the next level. So come back, play center for a year at USC. You're going to be playing, you're going to be starting at center in the Cotton Bowl. You know, let Brett Nealon has some recovery, recuperative powers that nobody else has. <laughs> you're going to be the starting center. And again, unless Andrew Malek 
uh, blows up during the 15 practices leading up to the Cotton Bowl and says, you know what, hey, Justin, I've got this on lockdown. Why don't you stay at guard? Which is fine. That'd be great for everybody, for the team. Um, in Justin's case, uh, from his own personal standpoint, you lock down that center spot, play a whole year there, and that way next year when in for the 2024 draft, now you position yourself. You show the NFL, hey, I'm a center, and this is uh, what I've got on film. And at the same time, you get paid at USC. Not a bad deal. And if anything, you get rewarded for playing hurt all year in 2022. If you're going to be the anchor in 2023, you might as well get paid for it. That's what the college games is all, the college football game gives you now. It's legal. Take advantage of it. Justin deserves that gift. And uh, you know who else who deserves deserves a gift? Well, everybody. But uh, you know what is a great gift to give? Omaha Steaks. This is insane. You got to check this out. Omaha Steaks has cut their prices by 50% site-wide to make you the gift-giving hero that you always wanted to be. The holidays are here. Achieved gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender and delicious Omaha steaks. Look, I've had the culinary pleasure of cutting into an Omaha steak on more than one occasion, many times. And not once have I ever been disappointed. And trust me, you won't either. Omaha steaks, they put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. So go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off plus use code locked on at checkout and you're going to get an additional $40 off your order. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to give a gift that's simply perfect. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like the delicious butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Don't wait, order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code locked on at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site wide, plus use the promo code locked on at the checkout to get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. All right. I want to thank you again for making Locked On USC your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Let's talk the defense side of the ball. Who should stay? Who should go? We know at linebacker, Shane Lee is staying. He said so. He came out, said he's coming back for another year. That's a huge deal. And he's going to be playing with Eric Gentry for another year. That's another huge deal. Uh, Eric wasn't eligible to go to the draft. But having those two playing together uh, for two years is a positive. 
They've already helped change the culture. Now learn how to play with each other. You, you, you kind of force fed each other for a year. Now during, you know, leading up into the Cotton Bowl, another spring camp, the off season, PRPs, man, become that dynamic duo with a linebacker. Um, outstanding. We know Raylan Goforth has jumped into the portal. Um, I don't think there's really anybody else at the linebacker spot we, we need to talk about considering NFL versus coming back to USC. Um, if you're still eligible to come back to USC and you're playing linebacker, come back. I, I think we know USC is going to be hitting the transfer portal for a couple of guys. They've already gotten one commitment, Jamil Muhammad from Georgia State, and there's others out there that are taking visits. We'll keep you updated as that goes. Uh, from the secondary, we know Xavier Alford has already jumped in the portal. Um, I, there's really only two names I, I guess I'll talk about from the secondary that I'll bring up because they're redshirt juniors, uh, Max Williams and Bryson Shaw. They both need to stay. Uh, Max Williams, look, from a history perspective, similar to Kyle Ford, I could understand if you wanted to test the NFL waters. I still think it's in his best interest to come back for one more year. Bryson Shaw, same thing. He started out his uh, year at USC injured. Second half of the season came on strong, had a, played really well. But again, I don't think either of these guys are ready for the NFL yet. Uh, they could use another year of college ball. Excuse me. So as far as um, defensive line, interesting. I'm going to bring up this name, Tyrone Tulaney. Why? Well, he's, when fall camp opens up in 2023, he's going to be 27 years old. That's enough of a reason. That, that alone is enough for him to consider the NFL. I don't know where he is on any of the mock draft boards. I would imagine he's somewhere in the later rounds if he's anywhere on there. <clears throat> I don't think anybody anticipated him uh, jumping to the NFL. But again, because of his age, and if that's his professional career goal, he might consider it. I think he's going to come back to USC. And I think he will come back to USC. Uh, again, and he can he might fill that role that uh, Tuli Tuiapolotu is more than likely going to vacant. I'm going to get to Tuli here in a second, but without Tuli, he would he could be that guy, kind of get out from under his shadow, and just take that next that next step in his development. Sean Nua, Coach Nua, has shown um, what he can do. He turned Aiden Hutchinson at Michigan into a first round draft pick. He took Tuli Tuiapolotu, and he might not be on anybody's first-round draft boards, but uh, go ahead. You tell me Tuli isn't an NFL-caliber impact player. Speaking of Tuli, as I mentioned, he's not showing up on anybody's uh, mock draft boards first round. Forget the fact that he had, what, 12 and a half, 13 and a half sacks on the season. Look, here's what's holding Tuli out of the first round. NFL GM scouts, they like to pigeonhole themselves 
to these guidelines, um, you got to run a 40. If you're a defensive lineman, you have to run a 40 in this under this amount of time to be a first round draft pick. You got to bench press so many reps. You got to do the, you know, the shuffle uh, in, in a certain amount of seconds. Uh, high jump. It, it's all the, those, the, the athletic type of stuff they want to see. Regardless of what you've shown on film, you got to show them that you can make a difference because you can run a, a 4-5-40 as a defensive lineman. You know, they want to put you in that freak category. That's what makes you a first-round draft pick. Truly's probably a second-round guy. So, if you want Truly to stay at USC, you're going to have to compensate him. Because second-round money is still good money. And it just gets you one step closer to your second contract. And that's where the big money is. So if Tuli's a second round guy, even a third round guy, he should go. I think the risk is much bigger than the reward staying at USC. Defensive line, we saw what happened to Jordan Addison at wide receiver. Defensive lineman, it's a bigger impact collision position. You get rolled up on more easily. You, you got to go if you're Thule. You've built up enough of your resume, regardless of what your 40 time is, regardless of how many reps you, you bench press or high jump, long jump, whatever, you know, those, those intangibles NFL GMs and scouts want to see. You go do it in the game. So, if you want to build yourself up to be a Tuli, Tui Apollo 2, you got to start eating built bars. And they got some really good flavors. So, we're going to pause this uh, podcast for a second so I can talk to you about built bars' new reimagined flavors. They got the cookie dough topper, the coconut brownie bar, the coconut brownie topper. And they have this thing called the white chocolate peppermint granola. It's built take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie puff. Go check that out. Built puffs are like biting into the universe. Most delicious cloud. First off, for anyone who hasn't tried Built Bars before, they're literally the best tasting protein bars ever built. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly, Low sugar and calories, only 130. Just sink your teeth into that first bite and it'll change your life forever. I'm not kidding. There'll be, there will be a time before you try these new built flavors. Built, you got to try this. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at built.com. All right. As you know, I do a weekly podcast over at WeRSC.com called Inside the Trojan Huddle. Your host is Greg Katz, your moderator. And I'm a part of the weekly panel with uh, Chris Arledge, who also has his own weekly musings. you got to go check that out on YouTube. Really funny guy, really insightful as well. And then the uh, fourth person, uh, typically Eric McKinney, the publisher over at WeRSC, or if he's not available, we got a Steve Bischoff, 
Hall of Fame writer. And we got Kevin Bruce, coach and team captain, who can talk defense like nobody else. We've got a lot of guys. So inside the Trojan huddle, you got to go check that out. But on this week's episode, one of the questions uh, that we, we asked was, where does Caleb Williams rank in the history of USC quarterbacks? And Chris Arledge made a great point. And I'm going to get to that point here in a moment. But <clears throat> Caleb Williams won the Heisman. So, so did Carson Palmer. So did Matt Leiner. That's where, if you're starting those three Heisman Trophy winners, equal footing, right? Okay, well, where do they separate each from each other? Carson Palmer, first round draft pick, first round, first overall draft pick. That'll set you apart. He was a physical freak, six foot four, six foot five, 230 pounds. Your prototypical uh, pocket quarterback could throw the ball a mile in the air with velocity. He could make any throw that Caleb Williams can make. And when he won the Heisman, go watch that highlight film. When, when Carson was younger, he had some wheels. He won the Heisman because of his legs, not just his arm. What he did against UCLA and what he get what he did against Notre Dame, his legs played a big part in that. So, what sets Caleb apart? Well, what sets Matt Leinert apart from Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer, Heisman Trophy, first overall draft pick. Matt Leinert, he lost two games in his career at USC as the starter. He won the Heisman. He was the runner-up the following year. Reggie Bush won the Heisman that year. Not bad. Pretty good resume. Probably, as Chris Arlish pointed out, the best resume USC quarterback has ever had. Caleb Williams is going to have to never lose a game to match Matt Leinart. He's got the Heisman. He's probably going to be in New York again in 2020, 2023. 2023. So um, whether he wins it or if he's the runner-up, we don't know yet, but that opportunity is still there. Here's the point Chris Arledge made. I, I spoke on Carson Palmer. We know what Matt Liner's done. <clears throat> if you had to pick a quarterback to win a game, one game, one quarterback. You're going to pick Caleb Williams 10 times out of 10. Even the game that USC lost against Texas with when they had Vince Young. And here's what made me kind of stop, take a step back and go, whoa, Chris is making a really salient point right now. Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, Lendale White. That's a heck of a trio in your backfield. Not to mention the offensive line, the wide receivers you had, Brandon Hancock at fullback. Pretty loaded on offense. Imagine that team with Caleb Williams at quarterback. Reggie White, Reggie Bush. They're not losing that game. I don't care who is the offensive coordinator. Norm Chow, Lane Kippen, Steve Sarkeesian, Clay Helton. Graham Harrell, Lincoln Riley, it just doesn't matter. 
Kayla Williams is converting that fourth and two, fourth and one, whatever. Fourth and a long one. Regardless of the forward lateral, that wasn't really a forward lateral. Regardless of Vince Young's knee being down, and it was down. Regardless of instant replay never working like it should have been working. USC wins that game with Caleb Williams at quarter with Caleb Williams at quarterback with Reggie Bush and Lendale White. And if you think about it, the probability of something like this happening at USC is going to happen sooner rather than later. You don't believe me? Okay. USC had Caleb Williams and Travis Dye. Travis Dye is no Lendale White. Rayleigh, imagine if Rayleigh Brown was just a couple of years older. You're pretty close to having that kind of, that complement of players in that backfield. And you probably have a better assortment of wide receivers too. Let that sink in. If you're making Locked on USC your first listen every day, how's that for your first thought of the day? Take that with you. And again, with the transfer portal, this can happen. You know, Caleb Williams, Reggie Bush, those are generational type of players. Well, there are going to be more generational type of players that come to USC and that are going to use the transfer portal to get to USC. So, again, if you want to think of, you know, the holiday season and the gift of giving, this is a gift to give to yourself. Imagine the possibilities. Caleb Williams, Rayleigh Brown in a year. Because Rayleigh, remember what Keith Jackson said? What's the best thing about a freshman? Their sophomore year, they're no longer a freshman. They grow up. They become better players. And we know with Ray Leak, he's a potential Heisman winner. Anytime he touches the ball, he's a threat to take it for a touchdown. Next year, we're going to see a better Ray Leak Brown playing with Caleb Williams, possibly Austin Jones. Who knows? So until the next episode of Locked on USC, which will be coming at you tomorrow, because you get us five days a week. Until that happens, head on over to wrsc.com. Check out that $10 subscription special we got going. And when you're done doing that, come back to Locked on USC because we are free. And when you come back, you know what to do.